Hello everyone, welcome to another issue of Off the Rack. I am Daniel Villalobos to my right. Alex Wills. To his right. Joshua Potter. And John Hudson. AKA Hudson Miss Prime on YouTube. Well, Go yeah. check that out. Anyway, especially when I hear some Game of Thrones stuff, like, because John is just bursting at the seams to talk about that show. But oh my God, yes, unfortunately, no. we can't talk about it here. Can, you know what? Let's check out our uh, our other pod, The Way We Nerd, Very where true. we will be discussing the last three yes. episodes of Game of Thrones. Yes, we will. Nice. Well, I, I just realized that the, the end of it's the end this week. So, yeah, uh, yeah, that's right. Where I'm at also, with this we should right mention this is, this is a special edition pod. This is part two of our in-game yes, I'm sorry. Yes. In-game talk. But this is a part two. Yeah, this is not. This, right. is, this is a, 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 a one-shot. Or a two, actually. A, a, a two-part two uh, mini-series. It's like a series. Empire's yeah. End. Yeah. It's like Star Wars oh Empire's God, End. The except Empire's we can find yeah. issue number two in this case. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Someday, someday and you can as well. This podcast is yeah. going to take us that. We're gonna, Potter and I are going to journey across the country and just check every comic shop we can to find that book. Because we don't want to buy it online. That's not fun. No. We could probably find it. Actually, it's kind of hard second, to find online, that too. That second issue is so hard to find. Number oh, one, for whatever reason, it is two. so hard to find. Speaking of what, uh, just kind of sidetrack side a, a little bit, we were yes. talking while we were at Free Comic Book Day about Acts of Vengeance, which was this oh, yeah. story that's so hard to find, because basically it was, do you guys know the story of Old Man Logan? And yes. how the villains yeah, took yeah. over? It's like all the villains yeah, got yeah. together. Why don't we just kick their ass? Imagine that if it didn't work. And that's what happened in like the early 90s, so all these villains got together and fought of the superheroes. It went on for like three months, so you have three issues in every comic Marvel produced in the entire freaking line they had. And so the reason it's so damn expensive is because literally it's 60 to to $100 worth of comics stacked up yay big or yay high. Dang. Like Wolverine fights Tiger Shark, Hulk fights Dr. Octopus, Thor fights Juggernaut. Like literally they just throw everybody against everybody else and it's, it's just chaos. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, but sounds, speaking yeah. of... Is it collected in here? It is. That's what I'm saying. The only times I've found it are... The cheapest I found it is like for sixty or seventy dollars, and that's not even for the main story. That's like all the side stories. That's like the New Mutants and Wolverine, like them. That's not even the Avengers and the main ones. So it gets uh, well pretty harsh. Check check out our 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 other uh, our other uh, pod. Uh, I think it'd be issue four or five. It'd be, it'd be five, tech, sure five? technically. Okay. Not, the, not, this, not this one. Yeah. Not this one. Oh, well, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, the yeah, other yeah. one that's going to talk about. Oh, basically, we're going to talk about... Backwards. We're going to talk about... Yes. We're going to talk about, uh, gonna talk about uh, free comic book day, because I want to hear uh, these guys' stories that they went out and bought. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I didn't get to go. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. right now we're going <laughs> to talk about Avengers Endgame, because first of all, I want to mention, Russell's not with us at the moment. He is taking a break for a little while for some... Stuff I can't talk about because it's good stuff. So yeah. hopefully one of those things comes. Career stuff. Go yes, Russell. exactly. So but he'll be back with us uh, in June. Uh, anyway, uh, so uh, Endgame, uh, because three of us have seen it twice now, and one of us has finally saw it once. Mm-hmm. He also saw Infinity War, right, Alex? Like, I did. And I watched Spider-Man Homecoming just uh, before those because I had seen it. Nice. Smart. Smart. That's nice. Good. Clean sweep. I love oh, it. Yeah. I love Spider-Man Homecoming so much. But we won't, I, we, I don't want to get too deep into that one. So we're going to talk about <laughs> Endgame. But I, I do want to hear a little bit, what did you think of Infinity War since you, this is the first time you saw Infinity War? Yeah. Actually, I'm probably going to be the only person at the table. I didn't really like Infinity War. I like the Thanos stuff, but overall, like, I get kind of bored with Marvel's action sequences oftentimes. And that movie was a string of like straight action true. sequence, action Just sequence. And, action, and then and by action. the end with, in Wakanda, I, with that big pileup with those monsters, I was just like, man, I'm like so tired of watching these people <laughs> play. Um, but 
I, I went to Endgame then thinking, well, I don't have high hopes, and I really, really liked Endgame. Oh. It like, blew me away. Cool. how much I cool. liked it. Okay. So, it, yeah. there you go. It's funny, and you mentioned that, I really feel like you have to kind of examine them as, as a one and two part almost. Even though they try to make them their own independent movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, because one it's is... definitely a part one, part two. Yeah, it's so directly interlaced, and I'd say more so from Endgame, because Endgame not only has the... the, the unenviable task of trying to be a button for Infinity War, but also the whole set of 22 films that came before it. Yeah. So it's definitely right. a monumental task, which I'm shocked they were able to spin as many plates as they were and get the story halfway fucking as good as it was. Because that was yeah, that movie could have easily been six hours. Oh, <laughs> it easily. easily been six hours. Easily. I would have sat through but six hours. I, mean, I would have. Uh, you know, catheter, yeah. just stick it in me. Yep. <laughs> yeah. just go. Good to go. Yeah, they right. should just made it a trilogy, but not a Ah, stay lovey. It's all right. They, they're making plenty of money. Uh, so it's going to beat Avatar. It's, it's oh, it needs money. to. I, I went to go pay $16 for a seat in the middle of the fucking day just so it would beat Avatar. So it damn well better. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Love it. Like, I, I'll, I'll pay the extra ticket price to see those Blue Tiger people just get knocked down a peg because <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Like, if you... I, that, just, just, it's just the politics behind that whole system and the way it's gamed. And like, literally, James Cameron's movies are there because they release in December when nothing else comes out, so it's able to take advantage of an empty freaking uh, box office season. Yeah. And even when Star Wars does come out, they do the same trick. But there's always some like uh, Oscar bait piece out at the same time. Like for oh, Star yeah. Wars yeah. Force Awakens, it was The Revenant. And when Last Jedi yeah. came out, what was it? There was another one that was like floating around. that was kind of uh, cock blocked. Uh, Two thousand eighteen. Was that? I can't remember. Was, was that? Was that? Uh, was that? La La Land? No, it was two thousand seventeen, wasn't it? Wait, yeah, because we didn't uh, have Star Wars uh, last yeah, Christmas. December. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Because yeah. it was May with Solo. Yep. yep, we had a Star Holy Wars crap. this Christmas, right? Well, because we're getting one this year, guys. Yeah, yes, we are. Could do Tie Fighter backflips, but anyway, we're getting a little sidetracked anyway, here. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so yeah, so Endgame. Um, <laughs> that is, yeah, that is. I do, I do wonder if Star Wars. I don't think it's going to be Endgame though. Like this is ridiculous. No, <laughs> I mean. Yeah. Like, this people is were people are saying online. Oh well, there's already audience die off for in game. Blah 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 blah. Okay, it's still making money. I went. Dude, it made like sixty million dollars in its third week. Yeah, 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 that's like it was still the top this week. Right? Yeah, it, beat, yeah. It, beat, well, it beat Pikachu, which did really well. <laughs> yeah, it was a good movie in its own right. I oh, but but so there's bad. all the clickbait <laughs> articles that say no, no, Detective Pikachu almost unseated Avengers in its first weekend. Blah blah blah. I'm like. Bullshit! No, it it's didn't. The third Come week. On. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it funny. It's, it's it's. I mean, it made how many movies make over a hundred million in their second week? It made like a hundred and twenty-eight or something like that in its second week. Like it, bar- it didn't even have the traditional sixty percent Marvel drop-off. Right. Like this thing yeah. is like a force to be reckoned with. Like no, yeah, no pun intended for <laughs> yeah. Star Wars because it's just it's it seems unstoppable right now. Yeah. Like it really does, and I can't. I don't know where it's gonna like Star Wars. I think. Domestic is like nine thirty six, and I think what is in Endgame is like about two hundred million off that, maybe uh, less. Than maybe that? I don't. So it's yeah. Last I checked was a week and some days ago, and it had just passed Titanic at two point one two billion or something yeah. like that. So and that was a week and a half ago. God knows what yeah. it's at now. Yeah. I even looked at it, but I've been, I've been eager to check the numbers to see how close it is to I mean, surpassing Avatar. Of course, everybody's going to throw out the inflation thing, and yeah, and that's like you know, with the <laughs> Gone with the Wind is the number one movie because of inflation. But that movie's fucking terrible. But what? That's a Whatever. Yeah, yeah, we're coming back to it. Anyway, check it out. Because I got an argument with my mother this weekend about that movie. I'm like, that's terrible. Casablanca is way better. We're going to go with old movies. Anyway, so back to Endgame. So. Endgame. Actually, I like Castle, Casablanca way more than way more. Yeah, way more. sorry, yeah. sorry. Endgame. Uh, Endgame, uh, which is the yeah. Casablanca of comic book movies. Uh, oh, okay. Tying it in. All right. No, it's, it, it's, <laughs> a, it's a, segue. Yeah, a little segue there. Uh, uh, 
I mean, it opens up like with high emotion, like with him basically saying goodbye to Pepper, even though he, we know he's not going to die in the first scene. Right. Oh, that God, no. Shock. Well, mean, not yet. Dude, that would have been some like George R. R. Martin thing. Not fucking Ben Off and Weiss who just kill off people because oh, we can kill off people now. Like they, they, I think they just kill off people literally just because they can kill off people. Like, no, they, hey, we're gonna shock you. We're gonna kill this person. They do it because they, they, there's more on their plate than they can handle. Right? Yes, they That's just exactly have to get rid of it. Like, <laughs> it's like you trying to knock the shit off the plate so you can get to the freaking you know French fries at the bottom. Yeah. Like That's but, what I take it as. But that opening scene, I, I love when he's talking to the little, little mask and everything, and, and or talking Wait, to the helmet. Is that the opening scene? Is the opening scene Hawkeye though? Oh, it is. Oh, which is like, oh. which, which that's that got more that to me. Yeah, like right from the beginning, I, I was like, that. this is more emotional you know than that's like why it I gut punch me. Like, I, uh, they keep they keep promising. Oh yeah, Hawkeye's gonna be a big deal in these movies. Big deal. He's he's been saved for a big deal in Endgame. That's why he wasn't in Infinity War at all. Okay, first of all, bullshit. I call bullshit on that. Yes, he was a big part of Endgame, but he wasn't on some secret quote unquote mission or something. He was under house arrest with mm-hmm. his family. Yeah. And that's fine. Just come out and say it. Like we all know, that's what happened. Oh, he I think the they already that. Well, here's the thing about Infinity. War. That scene. That, anyway. that scene was originally shot for Infinity War. Yes. But they said when they placed it in there, it just felt out of place because Clint had been in the movie. Yeah, the just time. like cutting away to this random no, no, location. No, no, yeah, and it would be weird. Yeah. I agree with so, that. I'm glad they yeah. started the movie with this because yeah. what I'm getting at is Jeremy Renner is so good, and he's so good as Hawkeye, mm-hmm. and I always want to see more of him. And we did get a lot of Hawkeye in Endgame. Big part, um, totally. You know, him and the Soul Stone stuff yeah. too, with, with Scarlet, with the, yeah. with the, and and realistically, I mean, looking looking at that, I mean, yeah, you could have you could have had Cap carry the Soul Stone, um, but Hawkeye more than anyone has that soul and that spirit. I think of the the members of the team, um, so I think it was smart. I think that that yeah. whole that whole coupling was smart for uh, Vormir. Yeah, yeah, oh, no, I, it, it. It, it, I, I mean, to me, it's the only one that made sense of that group. Because it's the only one that's like evenly yeah. matched. Everybody else, one I feel could easily overpower the other ones, yeah. theoretically. Because there's such a huge swing in powers between the Hulk and Black Widow or Hawkeye at the very bottom. Plus, right. there's no one, as much as like they were building towards Nat and Bruce's love, it was very, it was in its infancy. It never really got to love, love. It just like got to like yeah. infatuation, you know, yeah. a little bit past infatuation. <laughs> I and think you're cute. So yeah. So the only two that had that much of a bond was Hawkeye and and, and I don't know if they chose them for that reason. Well, did they know how they had how they had to get it? Well, I feel like no, they, they didn't. Was a surprise, they didn't know, know for right? Sure. Yeah. yeah, for the characters at least, like we knew and the writers knew going into it because they they've been on record saying we chose who survived based on who we wanted to see the next beats of the story through. With. Yeah, and. That's kind of where it got left at. And for me, when I, I did a video about this a while ago where I was talking about when you sit it down and look at it, if you take the original six Avengers, they didn't really have anybody on the table you could effectively sacrifice. Unless you bring like Liv Tyler's Betty Banner out of the freaking left field over here or something. Yeah. And so I was thinking right. it was going to be War Machine because he was the, the last kind of best friend they had. Because Cap's oh, two yeah, boyfriends that's got... For, that's for two. Yeah, because Cap's boyfriends got dusted. Like Iron yeah. Man really didn't have anybody that wasn't on the original six. And so yeah. when it was Avenger versus Avenger, it threw me. Because I figured you were going to try to at least have all six show up at that final climactic battle. Even though... Obviously, they, they chose to go another route with it because maybe a super spy is not the best person to have on the front lines of a huge intergalactic space war. It's a I, know, she, I, think she done, I think she would have done all right. Oh, she'd have been fine. Well, but look what she did in Infinity War in Wakanda. She, oh, she did. You're she right. She kicked some major she, ass in that battle. Yeah. So, yeah. The, so I'm still. She's not alone. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, you're going to have to lose somebody. And from what I understand and what I heard about that scene, originally it was supposed to be Hawkeye. It has to. That, that jumps off the edge. Yes, the reason it happened, but then they said yeah. it didn't really. 
it made it made a more more emotional impact because it's yeah. Matt sacrificing herself for her family, the only family she's ever known. No, so yeah. well, a female yeah. and plus Hawkeye's got the family. Like, it, no offense, you know that, but it, no, it's, it's the right it's the right you know, choice. Yeah, because Hawkeye has people they to go back to. Yeah. yeah, well, Hawkeye has people to go back to, and she doesn't. But it was actually a female staffer that got in contact with somebody in the development part of it and was like, "Don't you dare take this away from her," because like this is what she's done from where she's at in the script. She's Got red in her ledger. She's trying to take it to the black, and then boom. Yeah. Ledger. So Potter's this was her favorite line. Ever. Oh my god, the most awkward, terrible line in <laughs> Avengers. <laughs> I got read my ledger. Well, I, I was this slide. I remember this. Part. It's from the first Avengers. Uh, uh, she she says this to Loki. Yeah. To, to, to bait him into the first time. It's, it's like wait, it's okay adventure. because she's playing Loki essentially. Yeah. But then she says it again too. to Hawkeye, and I'm like, oh. And she just like straightens up. It's just, thank you for your cooperation. It's yeah. so fucking cool. <laughs> it's just cringeworthy, and it's it's not. Her fault, and it's no. When she says it later with Hawkeye, just, yeah, it just seems uh, kind of forced. No, I, I, I get it. I get what you're saying, but it, yeah, I it's have just personal problems with it. That's really all it is. But I, I totally yeah. get what you're saying. How, how it, it made sense to have all six there, but yeah. at the same time, it like, does. It, but this is this makes more sense. <laughs> well, yeah. I hate to say it like that, but it's you're right because literally out of anybody on that team, they could have lost with the story moving forward the way that it was. Like really, who could you you couldn't afford to lose anybody? It wouldn't have been as emotional. Yeah, and it wouldn't yeah. have been. Like, literally, the only person I... Like, my option would have been a War Machine just because of his connection yeah. with Tony. But I feel like that's doing Don Cheadle a disservice just because he happened to be the one guy left out of the, the, the box. Che- Cheadle, uh, Cheadle and Karen Gillum hooking up. That was a, that was a good... That was a good... Yeah, that was a nice that was a good, I, yeah. I'm like, glad you brought that up. That was something I noticed my second throw, uh, watch through, really. But yeah. yeah, I mean, that's the thing. is like They, they did a really good job at, at sensing... Like, I know what they were they were doing with the, ca- the characters, obviously, but the... The chemistry, like they, they knew they they worked the scene so well. Like, hey, these guys are going to be good together. This person's going to be good with this person. Like, they just they did it so well, well through both movies. And in I want my opinion. I want to mm-hmm. spend just a quick little bit talking about Karen Gillan and her performance in this because she's awesome. Yeah, Nebula really good. honestly has become one of my favorite characters. And in the comics, I was you know I always just considered her as a, a villainess, and then she yeah. sort of becomes good during the Infinity Gauntlet saga, and and you know wrestles it away from Thanos and does her bit with it. Um, but wow, I mean the the amount of layers and emotion that that Karen Gillan brings to Nebula in 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 game especially yeah. is just so great. She and plays two different versions of her in the movie. She does, yeah, totally, yeah. But there's so many quiet moments where you know they built Nebula up to be this this badass warrior woman who's always seeking to please her father, win his support, uh, win the the favor of her her sister and, and everything else, and you you get those moments, but you you also get these quiet moments. Like at the very beginning, she's with Tony and they're playing you know football on, a, on the table. Yeah, and it's that's great. Such yeah. a good idea. Yeah, that was, a, so, that was so great. She's so into it. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah, and you get the um, sense that she doesn't like. It's like one of the probably most normal things she's like ever done in her yeah, existence, yeah, right? Absolutely. Which is nice. It's like a kid's game, but like in some way, she her experience of the world like she doesn't have a lot. It yeah. makes perfect she sense. She grew for up her. training under Thanos yeah. as a kid. I mean, that was, that's her story. Was that so moment, she didn't get to be a kid. And I like how you mentioned quiet moments because there's another one uh, where she sits down with Rocket. Yes, and they have a little that was young, the next one I was going to say. Which yeah. is really cool because it's it's you know they lost their family. Like it's yeah, you, you well, don't you, you don't. You don't get that connection without the performances of her and Sean Gunn, who's doing the, you know, because that's not Bradley Cooper obviously doing any voice. No, he's that's doing just, the mocap. There's no, there's no voice right there. Speaking of you calling the family line out, something I noticed the second time I uh, watched it through was when Rocket's recounting his family in quick succession to Thor to get him to kind of 
up with it. Yeah. It's like, hey, come on, guy, we gotta figure this out because my family's dead too. Yeah. And he lists them off. What does he say? He was it's Quill, Groot, Drax, yeah. the lady with the antennas. He, he doesn't antenna. mention Nebula. He doesn't mention Gamora, which I thought was really odd considering the moment they had had at the beginning of the movie there. Like, those two completely got left off. And if you think about it, Rocket didn't even know Gamora was dead because he never hooked back up with Quill before they got dusted. That's right. He also doesn't know Nebula's, Nebula's dead or alive either. Right. So that's probably why he doesn't mention them because he, he only mentions the ones he knows that are dead. Yeah. But, but he doesn't know anybody's dead because he was separated from everybody when they got dusted. So well, he would only know because they well, saw Groot get dusted. Well, Groot, yeah, Groot's the only one, yeah, because yeah. he saw Groot. I think, I think though... Oh, yeah, that's right. He wasn't with Quill or any of them. That's yeah, right. he, so, only, he only knows because Gamora comes back with Tony... On, on the Nebula. Venatar, Nebula. or sorry, uh, sorry, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah Nebula right, right, comes right. back with Tony. Okay, sorry, yeah, because yeah. that scene's after. So, the so that, and that's that's why Rocket sits down with her because he realizes, oh shit, Nebula's the only one that's come back from from Titan, and nobody else is with her. She's not saying, oh yeah, these people are okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. shit, they're all dead or yeah. gone or whatever. Yeah. yeah, they're all dead. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, anyway, I just yeah, I wanted to give a shout out to Karen Gillan because. Her performance is outstanding. She, she's yeah, she's been she's been yeah, good in everything yeah. she's ever yeah. Been. And her character Doctor arc who, through all that, of the movies is yeah. wonderful. That, oh, yeah. that sitcom that got canceled too quick with John Cho. I can't remember the name of it. Oh yeah, I can't. Something about huh? oh, selfie. Yeah, she was yeah. right in the back. Yeah. Always, like, she was really great in that. She yeah. was great in Jungle Book or Jungle Cruise. Jumanji. Jumanji. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just finished filming the second one. Yes, the they did. And she's good in small movies too. I have a friend who directed her in a short film. My friend. Uh, oh my God, uh, Jimmy Jimmy Gad. I forgot his name. Jimmy Gad. Very <laughs> short film. You should check it out uh, online. But but Karen's in it, and he, awesome. he loves her. He says she's an amazing person in general. So that's great. That's great to hear. Anyway, like uh, so the other the other person, the other I think person noteworthy of talking about their character arc is Thor, too. As yeah. far as a character with a huge arc and a huge Lebowski change, Thor. Like, he's still going. I loved it. And he, yeah, he's they, still exactly. they cracked open a whole new arc on this movie, which I thought was interesting well, because at everybody else's, he feel, I feel like he's the one that still has gas in the tank, character wise, versus your Hulks, your Tony Starks, your your Steve Rogers. There's there's going to be a Thor four. They're bringing Taiki what what's he back. Oh, there's no way they can't team. Oh them yeah, up. you have to. Yeah, yeah. You got to get one more, at least one more movie out of Midnight Whole Trilogy, which I'm sure they want, but. My question is, with the way... Because we're going to jump all over the place. We don't have to go from point to point. We're, we can jump yeah. all over the place. In this no, movie. I think... Yeah, this is, uh, this is our secondary thoughts. Where, yeah, yeah so. where Thor... Uh, uh, by the way, we've got to say, spoilers! <laughs> I don't know. You this. You read that. You watched it. Alex has seen it for crying out loud. Yeah, exactly. I'm always late on this shit. You quit for HBO for crying out loud. You read it on Voodoo. It's all HBO. I'm done apologizing for spoilers when the Russos have lifted the spoiler ban. If you haven't made the time to go see it and you're a fan of these movies... Yeah, that's that's not our fault. So yeah. my, just, my question to you guys, that my question yeah, you guys is this: podcasts with this information, yeah, yeah you're, you're doing it yourself. Yeah, yourself. exactly. Okay. So <laughs> we all know that that they, they they kind of work in tandem. These writers, these filmmakers, like they don't have a writers' room where they're all in there every day. But no, they work together. They know what each other's doing. Now, Guns Volume Three has been written for a while. Do you think that? Thor is a part of Guardians Volume Three. God, I hope so. That would me be too. So, make I me really so happy. I, me too. Because yeah. just that last scene of the moment them on the bridge. Well, just I know. I was like, I want to watch this movie. Basically, yeah. oh. <laughs> I think as Guardians fan, of the Galaxy. I think we would agree. I on think this. me and you are like lines on this. What they're going to the do? The fan in me says, "Hell yes, I'm in for that because it would be hilarious." Yeah. The the smart thinker in me is like, "No, you got to get Thor out of the way." Because the third movie has to be about the search for Gamora. And if you spend too much time about the infighting between Quill and Thor, I think I think that detracts from the search for Gamora. I think you have Thor in the beginning of it. He goes off to do whatever he's going to do in Thor 4. 
and that gets him out of the way so that the Guardians can do their thing. Maybe he comes back in in the, the third act of the movie or something to help out in a battle or quest I, or whatever. I, I, but I No, I think... I think it's too I, much. I, I'm gonna I think have, it's too much. I'm going to have to disagree with you guys. I'm going to let you say get, get your piece, John, but... Well, I haven't said anything yet. He <laughs> disagrees. You can count, yeah, count, count, count Well, I disagree with Potter. Right. <laughs> because I think, I think if you do it right and you make Thor... A side character, the way you made the Hulk kind of a side character in Ragnarok, you can get away with it. You, yes, you still make it. You still make it about Quill finding finding Gamora, and Thor is going to be fucking useless because he's fat, drunk Thor right now. So it's not. No, no but at the end, he's he's better. Yeah. He's better. Like he's yeah. I feel like he's, he's seeking, out. He's seeking his path. He needs still to figure drinking. out. Yeah, but he needs. He's, he's always drinking. drinking. I think he's, he's drinking in Ragnarok too. He loves yeah. drink. He was yeah. chugging it. He's just not working out, I guess, because he got, he got <laughs> super fat. <laughs> Had him food, too. I do feel like you could also split them off, though. I'd love to see, like, they need a side mission, so Rocket and him go do something. I sure that'd be That'd yeah. be delightful, because I love them together. See, oh, yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I agree f- with that. Tree, yeah, Tree and Rabbit should go with, with Thor. I, I think it'd be a great idea, but I'm more of a mindset with what you said earlier, Dan, the fact yeah. that I, I think that most of the script already has been written. Much yeah. of it is already in stone. So my thoughts are... We're going to get what you're suggesting, Mr. Potter, and the fact that Thor's going to be sent somewhere halfway through the movie. I hope they don't send him somewhere for too long because I expect him kind of to play a role in this, uh, kind of like what uh, Captain Marvel played in Endgame, where she shows up a little bit, has a very important role at the onset, but then comes back in the third act. And the reason I see that happening is mainly because of the constrictions of trying to rework the story and give Thor a, a, a good point within it. Now, maybe, maybe they can do it, yeah. possibly, but I, I think that without him being there, if they had no idea this was coming, it was total blindsiding. It may be a little harder to to. I just, I just all, all I'm saying is is they better not waste a chance to do this in a future movie because it's it's the, it's something that should happen. The chemistry is there. Don't get me wrong. Like again, the fan in me, I would totally be in for that movie and mm. watch the hell out of it. But Thor isn't a side character, and because of the the I mean, arc, Hulk. Well, yeah, but but the Hulk, I, I would disagree with that. I think the Hulk is more of a side character, can be used more as a side character than Thor. Because of Thor's significance in the cosmic realm of Marvel, uh, I mean Thor is a god essentially. Yeah, yeah a lot so, of people would disagree with with, the, with who's more important in the Marvel universe, the Hulk or Thor, though. Sure, but I guess <laughs> so I, that's this, is, this is my this is my point though. I think because of the arc you've written for Thor in twenty two movies now, and where he's going, like he's he's basically just started to fight kind of the, the depression and the everything. You know, yeah, he's won, but now he doesn't have a path. So he's got to figure out that path. That's why I think you get a little infighting maybe between him and Quill to start the movie, and then he gets kicked off the ship or whatever, chooses to leave. Maybe he takes some of the other Guardians with him, maybe not, whatever. Maybe he goes and finds the Ravagers. Uh, you know, finds uh, Stallone. By the way, were they in the car? Were they in the last scene? Were they in that final battle? I no, checked. Again. I didn't see them. There's some someone weird says ships, but the video, I didn't see the video I read says they, or, or the thing I read says they were. I've also been told Howard the Duck's in it, but I can't. I don't. I've Howard been, the Duck is in it. I saw. I saw him. This He's time, in 18 frames. Which is fucking tiny. <laughs> like I don't. Know, I don't know how anybody saw him. <laughs> anyway, I guess. I guess to finish my point, my my point is Thor to to downgrade him to a side character. Immediately after you've given him this huge arc in 22 movies, I think is a disservice to that to that arc. Essentially, I would rather him again split off, and you basically get a situation where Thor four and Guardians three are happening at the same time, kind of like Iron Man two, Hulk and Thor were, or happening around the same week I would or enjoy so. That. 
And that way you can have some of Guardians 3 affect Thor 4 and vice versa, and suddenly you have this side-by-side set of movies that you get to watch. Well, I'm also Which would be cool. Yeah. Well, I'm also wondering too where Thor would come into play if we are going to get Adam Warlock as either somebody they have to deal with or as an obstacle because if he's supposed to be the the pinnacle of of not even human but just the pinnacle of life, I guess if you look at it alien wise, uh, somebody like Thor could be very handy to come in, like the third act Absolutely. and just knock well, the shit out of it. Well, they've already teased Adam Warlock, so well, that's what I'm saying. Like if he's going to be there, he's 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 pretty up there Maybe. in power set as well. But they could toss that out and he could just be another Snoke. We could we could be getting Snoke by Adam no, Warlock. Well, he just, he just, it just could be they just never actually bring him to fruition, but that's kind of silly. <laughs> yeah. Especially because they made kind of a point. Like I, I'm pretty sure it's it's Gunn who put him in there, so his, I think I think Warlock yeah. might come into play in, in Guardians 3. Oh, well, I think so. I think it's because, entirely possible. Because yeah. I, why would Gunn put him there and then not him? Because... Like, I'm pretty sure Gunn's done after three, regardless of what happens with volume three. I think he, uh, I did my trilogy. I'm gonna go make Suicide Squad three, yeah. you know, or whatever. <laughs> and I'm continue out. that. Yeah, exactly. Because uh, yeah, that's basically gonna be. He's just gonna play in both universes, which is kind of cool. Right. Uh, it's good somebody finally so, got a chance to do that. So it'd be nice to watch that in such quick succession. Because usually in the comic world, you got to wait for decades and decades yeah. to go by before you have one creative jump ship to another one. Dude, so, Bendis just joined DC, and how long was he at Marvel? Like twenty God. years. Oh my God, yeah, yeah, yeah so long. Easily in the ni- like late nineties. Stanley never jumped. Although they did do that one thing that Stanley reimagined. Reimagined the DC universe. Yeah, yeah. right when he got. Fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, you should check them out. They're kind of fun. And they also they also did the they're very Marvel. They, they, did the, they did the DC versus Marvel comic series, which was pretty cool too. That's the one John was talking about. And I re- where you, you have all that. Oh, internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was talking about. No, it. You no, have no, all the. You're talking, you're talking about G- Marvel versus DC. You're, we're talking about JLA versus Avengers the other day. Oh, yeah. yeah, this is one wait, where it's like they, there's they, something else. There's another there's, one. There's, oh yeah, versus Lobo and stuff like. Yeah, that one. That one. I have. It's trash. It's trash. There's a big. There's basically a big a big event that happens and DC characters get mashed together with Marvel characters. So you have Wolverine and Batman that become Dark Claw. You have Superman and you have Captain America that become Super Soldier. Um, Spider Man. This is Super- eventually. This is Spider-Man eventually where the Superboy becomes go, you, Spider Boy. Like you guys haven't heard about this? It's out of the Animal no. Game universe. No. This oh, is my, oh my god. Oh my god. Like, they crushed all the JLA and mixed with the X Men. It was wild. It was. It's so. I heard of the one you were talking about, but I've never heard of this one. Oh, I I have this one. I can't let you guys read it. It's a. Unless you've talked about it before. I've talked to you about it before. I own this collected version. I'll bring it and let you guys look at it. Anyway, the reason I say garbage. It's but I you know. I feel like I, need, I want to clarify why I call it garbage is because the entire book was written on the pretense that fans could write in and vote for certain characters to win. Yeah. So you say who will win and he can be fights. Yeah, okay. So. Yeah, so you have yeah. shit that happens like Wolverine and Lumbo, uh, Lumbo. Wolverine and Lobo tumble behind a bar and this is Boneclaw Wolverine, not Adamantium Wolverine and he just stands up, starts eating bar nuts and ha- smoking Lobo's <laughs> cigar like I killed him. It's like, oh, there we go. Spider-Man ends up beating Superboy because he drops a building on him. I think Lobo would uh, win. He's pretty fucking strong. See, Lobo uh, could take on Superman for crying with, out loud. He's the main he, man. But I, I, I would have loved he's to argue back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, he's he is. I know, he's going to need to start watching it, right? Sorry, guys. No, he's, but it, 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 it's, it's that kind of shit that drives me nuts. Yeah. There's, there's a, a Hulk versus Superman fight and a Batman versus Captain America fight that come out fairly even, which I thought was justified. But because every other match is literally stacked up with a fan favorite versus somebody else, I think Storm beat Wonder yeah, Woman. there's no way. Wolverine so. versus Lobo. Nobody knows who fucking Lobo is. Also, yeah, 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 <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Exactly. <laughs> I know. We know who Lobo is. Not to get too man. crazy off, off in-game topic, but my, my well, one... About yeah, I know, right? <laughs> my, one, my one gripe with the Ammo Game universe is... Why do you put Wolverine and Batman together? Why wouldn't you put Batman and Iron Man together? Because they're essentially the same or person. Batman, yeah. Or Batman and Daredevil. 
Well, yeah, but that would make more sense. Yeah, that too, yes. I mean, Frank Miller wrote them both. Character-wise, yes, but... (laughs) you got to look at the way they're blending these characters, though, and what they choose to go on. The reason... I can tell you why Wolverine got chosen. It was because of his supporting cast. Because it was too cool of a move to have such high, such high profile names like Wolverine and Batman together, but it's you got to look at who's who's Iron Man's Robin going to be. You can't have like Rhodey Rhodey running around in like tights. You get Jubilee in there, and then Jubilee becomes like a female young Robin. Sweet Sparrow, right? A Sparrow, yeah, exactly. Right, and on top yeah. of that, you have the hyena, who's like a mix of Sabretooth and Joker, which is terrifying in and of itself. Oh my god, it was terrifying. As Whoa, fuck. that it's, is scary, dude. That's what I'm saying. It's fucked it's, up. Like, like it, there's it, it, some great stuff in it. And who's his liaison? Dude, I think was like Carol Danvers. There's the one. There's the yeah. one thing. Oh, we're going so off topic here. There's the yeah. one thing about origins that I like. Liv Shriver as Sabretooth. That's the only thing they got oh, right. The, the brother oh, relationship. They never brought him back because yeah. that would have been amazing to have Liv Shriver play a uh, Joker. Joker Sabretooth. Fucking. Could you imagine? Oh I, my god! It's blowing my mind. That shit's right wild, now. man. Yeah. <laughs> but but you know I agree with you. Origins best thing is the brother. Because I'll even throw Hugh Jackman in that. Hugh Jackman and Liv Shriver going at talking to each other. If you made the whole movie with just them, I'd have been satisfied. Have them go through history, fighting all these wars, and leaving those two. I'm gold. But then you have to add your Black Eyed Peas cameo and your fucking <laughs> The Blob character because uh, whatever. Uh, whatever. Uh, long story short, back to Endgame. Yeah, anyway. Uh, I think that... Uh, All of that to say, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, well, I, sorry, I, I, I kind of put us off on a tangent on what would happen after Endgame. Yeah, that's oh, yeah, yeah, my It's my fault. I, I bring it back to Endgame. Like, there's, there's so many great emotional moments. I think uh, performance-wise... All the women were strong. Like Scarjo was fucking amazing. Oh, absolutely! Like she in that opening it. scene when she's uh, when she's uh, uh, the sandwich thing, the sandwich scene, like with Captain oh, yeah, America. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's such a yeah. good scene. I just love that. Like this movie gives it enough time to breathe. Where yeah, you just get character moments where they they're just like human beings like interacting yes, after yeah. a loss, and that's like really good to see. I also love when Tony like solves a thing talks to Pepper and she's like can you really let it go though and like she you know they it's just like you know they're married and she gets it and it wouldn't it's be you beautiful you it's yeah, nice yeah. like I love that stuff I could bring everybody back and I, keep, I agree keep, keep, it's, keep it's wonderful Tony yeah. figured out to how to have his cake needed too unfortunately he had to die to do it well, but so burying the lead right there well <laughs> Tony <laughs> dies oh my god I'm so I, I, dude I started crying the other day thinking about it just <laughs> thinking about it started to make me cry it almost got me a second time like yeah. I love you 3000 I was like before before we jump too far off the the because the, the, I want to talk about Iron Man before we go jump off that dock too much real quick prediction to watch forward speaking of the little moments you got to see sneak like relationships into mm-hmm. watch for Rhodey to start potentially dating Captain Marvel because that was the thing in the comics before Rhodey got ripped in half by Thanos they have a cute they have a cute they have a moment and yeah, I, yeah. I that came out of fucking nowhere and I was like they, they're, they're and I playing love, comics here and I love you mentioned how you mentioned the Captain Marvel like you said Thor should do the Captain Marvel thing where he kind of disappears like I I, I love where she, she's the Gandalf where she takes off like and she. Basically breaks the fourth wall about breaking the fourth wall, telling the audience, oh, you're not going to see me for a while. She's talking, she's yeah. talking to Scarlett Johansson. Exactly. But, yeah. she's but like, he's talking yeah, to us. Yeah. 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 Don't expect me for another few hours, guys. Yeah. See you in two hours. And the, she, and the reason, like, it's awesome because everybody's like, oh, oh, she could defeat Thanos. Where the fuck has she been? And then they hit it right right in the right in the beginning. Like, there are other things happening yeah. in the universe that's happening here. Yeah. Yeah. They don't have you guys. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. there's six Avengers just... here, and there's me for <laughs> everywhere else. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. <coughs> kindly so, fuck, fuck off. off. Yeah. 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 We're going to go deal with the universe. You deal with our... Yeah, yeah. You, you take care of this little... Your planet literally means dirt. I just heard that in something else. I don't... Oh, I was... Oh, did, was I, was I making that joke? Because that wasn't something like, your planet literally means yeah, dirt. I, I think it's from something. Yeah, yeah. Not. <laughs> it's not. something aliens like, your planet literally means dirt. Because <laughs> somebody oh, said that in a TV show and I'm like, God, laughing. I can't remember what it was. It was very funny. Um, um, so, yeah, so... Um, 
I will say this. I did think that she had a, a solid showing. I understand the, the need to take her off the table because she does provide such, so much as a powerhouse. She's so strong. Yes. Yeah. Um, one thing, like I said, one thing I really feel like they, they lost an opportunity to kind of reel some people back in um, with her character is I really would like to see her... I'm having a hard time figuring out how she's going to stumble or how she's going to get a human or vulnerable moment the way they're they're pitching her right now. Because she just came out and smacked the shit out of fucking Marvel Darth Vader with no problems whatsoever. Oh, well, they're going to have to kill uh, Maria Rambeau. Because Mon- you said Monica's the one that turns into the hero, right? Yeah. She does, but she takes on... She becomes Captain Marvel. She does, but she's also something, else, something I just read. She's, she's, in it right, she's in a comic that I'm reading right now. I can't remember what it is, but she's something else. She's probably either Photon or... Um, yeah, that sounds right. Photon or Binary. She, there's, there's she was one, Binary for a bit, but I think she's, she's got something new now. There's, yeah. been, there's something she just came but, out with, because I can't remember what it is. But I, I haven't heard any men, mention of Maria, so is Maria dead in the continuity of the comics? Maria is, Maria in the comics has no connection to Captain Marvel whatsoever. Okay, so no. they, they just created that part. Right, yeah. Yeah. Like, from what I understand, like, Captain Marvel... Carol was never called Captain Marvel when, when Monica picks up the name. Yeah. She actually got it from Marvell, who died of cancer in like the early 1980s. She goes, she goes by Miss Marvel forever. She does, yeah. Until, really, until... Until 2013, yeah. 14, when they realized yeah. we might make a Captain Marvel movie. Let's make her our star superhero. Yeah. Because this is something that's pissed me off about Marvel all through the fucking 2000s. They've been trying so, so hard to find their Wonder Woman. And if you looked at it and the art of Greg Rucka from like the middle of the aughts... Like, uh-huh. they were pushing Elektra so hard in 2005, 2006, yeah. and it just was oh, not yeah. happening. That's no, what Rucka, Rucka did uh, Wonder Woman, too. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> well, then he got... Uh, was it him or the other guy that got in trouble for drawing, like, their panels... Like, they'd draw porn stars and just kind of repaint their panels as that. Ooh, so, like, you had these women with, like... Greg Land. That's the guy. Oh, no, it was Greg Land. Oh, it is Greg Land. Not, not Greg Rucka. Greg Land has, like, books of, like, all nudies. Like, they're just mm-hmm. all, like, his drawings. Not, not, not like, famous comic book characters, his own. He's, he's definitely a perv. I love oh, it. I believe it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, he does great work, too. Mm-hmm. Like, all his shit. Like, when he did the original Marvel Zombie shit, I was good, like, oh. If you're that good of an artist, you don't need porn. You fucking write your right? own porn. <laughs> yeah, right. But anyway. Um, <laughs> what were we talking about? Uh, I forgot. No, so, so Captain Marvel. What oh, I yes, guess. Captain Marvel. Finding their own one. Okay, yeah. yeah. What, I, what I do like about, and, and I think, I think this will be how they play with this um. The fact that she does get punched out by Thanos, and it's it's not because he's more powerful than her, it's because he basically pulls the power stone off the gauntlet, holds it in his hand, she sees it, she's like, oh fuck. Which of those great. The, it, that was that was he used he used smarts. But that yeah. was such... not that she isn't smart, it's just she was she was using all of her brute force to stop him. And it was it was awesome. Well, he tries to headbutt thing, her, and there's a force well, shield. Like, here's the thing end, about Captain man. Marvel, and the good thing is, is, is or, or Carol Danvers. I, I just love that whole fight. Right you there. can't was, call you can't call, and I fucking hate this term that this term exists. You can't call Carol Danvers a Mary Sue because no, she's not really a brainiac. She is brute force. She she's a, she's a she's a she's a soldier. She's a fighter. She, she she not that she can't figure things out. I'm not saying she's not intelligent. No, she's very she's completely different. That's very not smart, what I'm saying. Very at all. capable in the but comics too. She's not but. a can do everything. Like in other words, Thanos outsmarted her because he thought, hey, here's a movie you didn't think of. You know, yeah. that was just not even paying attention. That was a dick tease in the movie, though. I really thought they were going to like literally piecemeal the gauntlet at that point. You're going to have like the six stones getting passed around football style between all the characters. So all of a sudden, yeah. Spider Man would come in and like punch the ground, and everyone would fly, or, <laughs> or Ant Man yeah. would roll over there and like, like start portaling and being giant. So like giant fists and giant feet are coming Which all over the back. Captain Marvel has would have been amazing. Yeah, yeah. don't get me wrong. Fantastic. That would have been great. Captain Marvel has mm-hmm. one of my favorite moments in it is when, when Peter's holding the gun. Like, he's finally he's holding the gun. Hey, Peter. Hey, Peter Parker. Hey, Peter Parker. Yeah. Like, Peter Parker. Hey, Peter Parker. Got something for me? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was it's a, it's a cool moment. And then I love Peter Parker, obviously. 
Kill mode activated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a spider arms just stabbing everybody. Also, I think we I think we mentioned it on part one of, of this of this pod um, that no none of us and I don't think anyone ever thought they would see Spider Man on screen as Iron Spider holding the Infinity Gauntlet like a football attached to Thor's <coughs> hammer flying through the air. I mean that is. That is insane. Thrown by Steve that. Rogers. Okay, well, I'm going to... Yeah. You know what? I'm Thrown by Steve Rogers. <laughs> Rogers. Actually, exactly. There's so much to talk about in that battle or something. Oh, my God. I want to toss this over to Alex because Alex is not a big fan, as he was saying, of, of these action. big yeah. action battles that just drag on too hmm. long. I will say... What did you say about this one? This one worked for me. So, the thing that differentiates this from some... I feel like some of them, it just the story kind of stops and it becomes just like a pure slugfest and it just goes and goes. This one didn't have that. It had stages... Everyone had sort of their moment. Spider-Man, like, keeping it away. They're sort of like... I felt like I understood the tactics of everything that was happening in that battle, whereas some of them, I feel like it's just, like, kind of ways of people, like, punching each other for a <laughs> yeah. while when it gets too big. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You goes harder, yeah. bro. But this yeah. one, like, you know, there was, like, uh, stages of the battle and, like, different tactics going on, so I was, like, totally into it. And yeah. also, it gave me so much, like, of the human element for, like, two hours that really, like, got me super invested. Yeah. By the time it happened, I was, like, all in. Like now, have, you, have yeah. you seen all 22 movies? No, I've probably seen... I don't know, I've seen most of them, but okay. I haven't seen all of them. You skipped a few here and there. But, yeah, but exactly. still, you, that, that, that's awesome because cause I'm wondering... I guarantee you there's people out there that have maybe seen half, maybe even less than that, that mm-hmm. are going to see Endgame. Because yes. this movie is making ridiculous money, so grandmas are going to see this fucking movie. Oh, yeah. There's people out there that like, it's oh, what's Avengers Endgame? I'm yeah. senior! Well, yeah. And they don't remember what the fuck Iron Man is, and they're just loving this movie because there's... You don't even need all the I, other ones. Even if any more, you don't need. I feel like this movie would be pretty confusing if you hadn't watched at least like some of them <laughs> beforehand. Honestly, it would be pretty baffling. <laughs> that and see that right there. That, or if you hadn't read a, like a bunch of comics back in the day, like if you just knew Marvel Universe and you just watched this movie, it would probably still make sense. So if you just saw yeah. Iron Man, it yeah. wouldn't be enough. <laughs> just oh my the god! First Iron Man. Just the first Iron Man. Wow, this this uh, yeah. movie series went batshit crazy. <laughs> yeah. See, see, yeah. Yeah. all these other people. Yeah, yeah, totally. Where's Happy? Oh, there's Happy. happy. Like, I'm what? gonna see that Iron Man two movie. It's yeah, it's in game or something like that. It be <laughs> that nice <laughs> Bobbert Downey Jr. character. <laughs> Bobbert. <laughs> uh, so, but, but no, I, I don't want to cut you off. But no, that, no, I'm good. That is my that is my biggest qualm with this film, Alex. Thank you very much for bringing it up because, like I said, it's That's a great true. film. Mr. John Hudson didn't like it. He's the only one. The funny thing is, Alex said in the beginning he's the only one who didn't like Infinity War. I'm surprised that John's the one that doesn't like. Well, here, yeah, he, with it. Yeah, I want to know here, why. Here's here's why I got I got to differentiate that right here because I, I've said it before. I think it's a great. Did you job. like Infinity War? So I'll say it again. Oh yeah, I liked okay. Infinity War. Infinity War was a solid, solid, solid like comic saga movie, okay. which was something that was very well done. At least as far from from what I saw, like the, the Battle of Wakanda left a little bit wanting because I wasn't emotionally. In stake there because they're just kind of like okay now it's time we all fight and smash our, our army pieces together and I was kind of like eh which Thor's entrance <laughs> is still great but long story short Infinity War was great but what got me with this movie is that when you put it alone Avengers Endgame is going to have the twenty best scenes of the top ten MCU moments like we've already made that joke yeah. on several other pods please check them out they're great yeah. uh, but for me if you look at it as a whole without seeing the other ones if you've seen like Iron Man you happen to stop in to see Black Panther because it was a big hullabaloo and then maybe you saw Avengers Age of Ultron because you were trying to get a handy in the theater that is not going to let you enjoy the full scope and glory that this this whole franchise has put forth and I think that if you try to go into it half cocked and you don't watch the whole thing first you're going to see a bunch of shit over the course of three hours and you're like why the hell does any of this mean anything to me and that's my biggest concern is the fact that if people do try to look at it as as 
one movie. Yeah, it's one movie. It, it, it's lacking, which is why I was trying to say earlier, you should ballpark it in with Infinity War. Like, if you put the two of them together back-to-back, I think it's solid, because for what it is, if you look at them as a huge, like, six-act piece, Infinity War is all so much action that by the time it slows down you get a lot of the plot going, it kind of evens itself out through. I don't even think so, though, because I think if you weren't already invested by the time you watched Infinity War, yeah. Infinity War doesn't really give you a lot of... of of investment before it just it hits, hits the, the ground, ground running. Yeah. Exactly. So I feel like really everybody I is. I feel like true. this one almost would stand alone a little better because you you understand a bunch of people died and you see all these people sort of like reboot in this and that is in true. the future and like get to know them again and yeah. set the stakes. Infinity War it just assumes you are invested in these characters. Here's the thing: you're just gonna watch them balls out fight for like two that's, hours. That's it, solid because you're going from open universe <laughs> to literally a finite point. Like boom, we're starting here. So yeah. that, that does make a lot. I'd of find sense. it very odd if somebody out there listening to us right now has not seen this movie. But if you haven't <laughs> and you don't want to watch Infinity War, you just want to see Endgame. Just go watch one of John's podcasts on Infinity War. Yeah. He'll fill you in in 30 minutes or so. Like, I think it's about... <laughs> yeah, well, we, we, we talk... Well, like I said, it's mostly theories and like just talking about all the kinds of shit there. But I did a bunch of shit for Infinity War. It's on there. I've done some stuff for Endgame. Yeah, exactly. I just did a Get video. the highlights. Do the cliff notes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Endgame. Like, just, like Alex says, most of it is really just fighting. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, always a battle. You know but happened. you do miss a lot of the quips and a lot of the, a lot of the chemistry. Like, it's the first time you get... Well, no, no, take that back. You get Tony and... No, no. Hmm? No, no. So I'm sorry, Tony, Tony, and Tony and Peter met in the Civil War. What am I thinking? Oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah. They hang out all the but time you just get more of them. Like they're just they're just and they're homecoming too. That you just get the more and more I get of them. Like which makes me sad that we're not gonna have any more of that. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm happy for what we have. See, I don't know. I don't. Th- I, I don't think that we're we're done with any of these characters because like, and that's the other thing about Endgame that it taught me. If you look at take stock of who's dead, and, I don't think it de-age everybody. Well, <laughs> well, yeah. not, not only that, we have jumped fully into multiverse bullshit. Not bullshit. I, I love the multiverse theory. No, 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 but we are full hell hog into the multiverse right now. Yeah. Any actor can come back at any time for one contracted movie and tell a story, and it can have no consequences whatsoever. Yeah. Yep. And and we talked about this last time with Kyle though, because he he thought that Endgame was going to be a completely finite. And controlled movie I found something Nebula gets shot in 2000 freaking 23 yeah there's that universe no longer has 2014 Nebula even if Tony did snap them all back over there which I still doubt that was the case I don't think he did yeah. I think I don't I think, think he did either I he think dusted there's, them there's all. yeah there's, so saying, if, you he du- did. if you can make any argument I mean you can make arguments that Endgame's not a good movie I guess but you'd be I'm not here to say part that of 3% <laughs> that have been saying that but oh, no, because no. for me Endgame is top 5 top 3 for me I have to watch I have to watch it one more time before I can solidify it at the top of the list, towards the top of the list, but I don't think it could beat uh, uh, what I have up there, Guardians. I don't think any of these could be Guardians 1. Guardians, Winter Soldier, Winter Iron Soldier. Man. These are intimate pieces that are so self-contained and so great. That's why I think they, they, they rise but this, above this. This gave, me, this gave me everything I wanted. And before I get into that, the only issue I have with it is the time travel stuff is kind of wonky. Like, But... Everything. The best explanation for ever time travel was fucking Austin Powers when he goes, "Oh no, I've gone crawl side." Like that's the best time travel <laughs> explanation ever because there's no way to get it right. No, I it's love almost damn near impossible. Einstein and Hawking can only theorize; they can't even get it fucking right. I There's the two smartest men who ever lived. Marvel, <laughs> Marvel gets it right in this movie. I will say that this is what I believe. Really, they do. Yeah, yeah I actually yeah. thought it was a novel theory of time travel. I agree. When you it's go great. back, it's like you're continuing forward because yeah. that new, that's a new choice that like cascades. Because it made sense to me. Because well, you I mean, as a person go through time. Time doesn't go through you. And they've already, announced, they, they've yeah. already announced something. Like the Russo brothers said that Loki's disappearing with the Space Stone. Right? To Disney Plus. He did, Loki teleported straight to Disney Plus. Yep. Yes, he did. <laughs> but he, he started, he just started his own timeline. 
Yeah. They said so. That's all, this is yes. a whole new timeline. Loki. Mm-hmm. Loki's dead in this continuity in this timeline. There's a whole new timeline. But I do think that Kyle's right because we talked about it in the last one. I think that he comes back in and he gets. He's the trickster guy. He completes the loop. Of course, he's going to yeah. get back in. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Of course, he's going to. He has to complete the loop. But he's going to, you know, like Captain America going back, starting he a new can't have Thor four without Loki. Yeah, like he should come back. Remember when Loki was uh, was a woman for a while? Oh yeah. They should have Hiddleston in drag. They should have Jamie like, Alexander <laughs> come back and be Loki. Oh, that's because kind of that's cool too. literally what happened in the comics. That would be amazing. I think they had yeah. a falling out though, Marvel and her. They're not really saying much, but it seems like like well, she said she's got the short end of the stick. Well, she wanted to do the stuff, but because she's literally the, the lead on Blind Spot. That oh, show that's the reason. Yeah, so yeah. that's why still on. Yeah, that's what yeah. I said. But um, <laughs> but I, I do <laughs> know that they don't bring Tony back because I feel like. It was a complete arc. Him yeah. and Captain America. They, it was so satisfying. I just don't really want to see it. The only time, the only I way, it. the only yeah. way I would take Captain yeah. America back is if they made like another Agent Carter series and he like cameoed in one episode, but he was just a cameo. Mm. Like, he wasn't part of it. I think that's. I heard there was going to be a what if with Peggy Carter and Captain America in it. I heard That'd there was going to be a what if. Those are fine. Exactly just you can't bring. But I agree with that. She can't bring them back to the main continuity because that really hurts their story. Like that hurts the art. It hurts like the the impact of what we saw. And everything. So, but you're right with the multiverse. But the thing is, then cast a different actor. So it's somebody that looks like Robert Downey Jr. looks like Tony Stark, but is not Tony Stark. And they bring him from the multiverse. And that gives them leeway. That, that, yeah. that, that's why it's the perfect solution for Marvel. And, and it opens up so many bags of worms you can't explain. And it'd be so oh, awesome yeah. if Peter like met a Tony Stark that was like his age, like Tony in his 20s, early 20s, uh, and he's all arrogant. And he's like, what the fuck is this? Get away from me, you fucking annoying <laughs> kid. Like, he's trying to bond with this guy he knows is Tony Stark, kind of like in spirit, but it's, it's a different person. Like that's the one good thing with the multiverse. They're different people. Yeah. Like it's you're, you know, we have doppelgangers in another universe, but they didn't grow up the way we did. So which is same person, which is great. And like I said, and that's why I'm totally on board with what they did with the time travel. But for them to kind of come out and bald face lie and say it's completely closed loop, I'm like, no, it's not. You literally left this. This loop is open. There's this way loop is too open. many loops open. Yeah. And, yeah. and plus, and it's the yeah. things they did. They did off screen. Like, dude, Cap, that's basically face off against the Red Skull again. Like, think about it. Right. That. Like, how's the Red Skull gonna feel? Like he's been like he's totally like sub, like. Uh, uh, resigned to the fact that he's that, but when Cap comes, like you sit me here, motherfucker! Like, like no, not only that, yeah. I'm not gonna help you. Fuck you, and like take off. Not only that, Russo <laughs> said that when they collect the Soul Gem, the Red Skull's free to go. Can you imagine the Red Skull's like, finally, I'm free, and then yeah. Cap shows up, not so fast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like ah. Wait, they. How was he free to go? Because Thanos took it and he wasn't free. It was an article that they did from... Uh, no, he wasn't. He, they did it because of Infinity War. Infinity War, they say that they either trimmed out or deleted part of a scene where at the end of Thanos, in that blue light in the sky where he wakes up in the fucking piss puddle, it's uh, it's literally the Red Skull cackling. And they're like, well, he's free now. He can do whatever he needs to. So because... Why does he come back to help Scarlet and... Or come back to help Black Widow and... Wait, does or doesn't? Does. Why is he back on the planet again? Because oh, they go back, they in back in time. Because they, they have to go back to this, the moment. That, that's what I'm saying. They go back to the moment the stone was taken. So literally, Skull's like, "I'm free." Right. Not they, so fast. They have to, or it's not there. That's yeah. True. I mean, yeah, yeah. And so it's like, yeah. "Ting." I'm gonna refund, so, please. Oh, that's right. So I see what you're saying. Now, now Cap coming back. He's like, <laughs> "Rogers!" <laughs> does his like Skeletor's Steve Rogers? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly right. Yay! Until next time, he man. Wait till Thanos gets here in eight years. <laughs> God dang it. Oh, man. Anyway, uh, so uh, a lot of people were saying, yeah. like, also stuff of, like, with uh, <clears throat> Bucky, like, oh, why doesn't Bucky get the shield? Like, no, that's fine. The Bucky doesn't get the shield. And he doesn't have the, cool. And he doesn't have the moment with with uh, uh, Cap that uh, Sam does. 
But they were also saying there's a, there's, there's a reason for that because Bucky does tell him, I'm going to miss you, even though it's supposed to be five seconds. The way Bucky says, I'm going to miss you. Like, he, Bucky knows something. Like, I, I think Cap told him off screen, hey, I'm going back. I can confirm or, he did that. Or, Either like, or he just knows Captain America and he's like, I, I know what you're going to do here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that's even yeah. better. That's even better. Like, just sees it in his eyes. No, I specifically watched it and you can see that the entire exchange between Bucky and him at the end, like, because Bucky's the one who looks over to the bench and sees Steve there. Like, Bucky's the one who knows to look. Bucky does know he's there. That's, oh, yeah, that's, that's not, fair. He's, he's not surprised yeah. at all. Yeah, and right. he just looks over and smiles. So, like, he knew he was going to go back and he's going to pull this fucking move. And that's why he knew when, when Falcon looks over yeah. and goes and nods to and him. And he tells Falcon, go. Yeah. yeah. Go. And, and for me, the big reason, and for because I wanted to be Bucky because I thought that would complete his arc and Falcon is his own established cool Falcon character the Winter yeah. Soldier is trying to hide a Russian assassin past but that's why he can't be Captain America you can't have a former Russian assassin it's, wielding it's, the it's more fun. it's more fun for the show I think if Bucky's still like kind of a uh, rogue or kind of on the run still yeah Falcon helps him, but he's kind of on the run. Well, not like only that, <clears throat> imagine if he's, he's still mind controlled. Could you imagine him being full Captain America get up in the middle of some supervillain battle and all of a sudden he turns like Hail Hydra? Like, December 16th, 19, da 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 da, or like Fox Car. That's where they could bring that, yeah. that fake, uh, the fake Captain America in the Hell Remember the Hail Hydra, the, the whole big controversial. Oh, the, the, the one oh, created yeah. the Cosmic Cube. Yeah, yeah. the Cosmic. That's why. Cubic! <laughs> yeah, that's that's why I love that scene in the elevator. And I honestly, I love that run in the comics. Oh my I God, thought that right. was a, an amazing thing to do. Take this character and turn him on his head. I'll say it again. I said it on the last spot, I think. Genius, but yeah. It was it was genius. So getting that moment, and I, I just watched this, I just watched Endgame again today. So Oh, you saw it today? <clears throat> yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, because um, I was like, ah, oh, if we're going to talk about it, I want it to be fresh. Yeah, that elevator right. scene is still my favorite scene in Endgame because it's, it's all the same people plus Jasper Sitwell, and you're like, oh, this is gonna, oh my god, this is gonna go down exactly the same way, and then it <laughs> turns on the head and he says, "Hail Hydra!" It's like it's cool, guys. Hail Hydra! They're all like, oh fuck, fuck, caps in on it, and he oh, walks shit. out. It's it's so great. We could have been doing this months ago, man. Why would you say? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but no, it, that honestly so good. It's up there, and for me, that that's why I feel so conflicted. Because Endgame was a good movie, like I said, it was a fine culmination to everything. Technical achievement, yes. My personal taste and my fucking, I'm going to sit here and dwell on this egg for like twelve months and think it's going to go this way. I'm not sure if anything they could have done would have lived up to my expectations 100. percent They did a hell of a fucking job. Yeah. But for me, a lot of it comes down to Cap because Cap got his due in this fucking movie. He had the best oh, show yeah. he's had in any fucking movie, I would say. Uh, aside from Winter Soldier, yeah, um, probably, yeah, because um, that, that's probably my favorite movie in the entire MCU, just because of how it came out of left field for what Marvel's doing at the time. I agree. He, fi- yeah. he finally got to say Avengers Assemble, and it was yeah. so satisfying. I'm glad they saved it because it was so satisfying. But it threw me up because he whispers Assemble. It's like Avengers, yeah, yeah Assemble. Like, and, because they, and I was expecting I it because to do I, that too. I was screaming, yelling, dude, like, <laughs> yeah. dude. You know, he, he might have whispered it, but I was like, yeah. Assemble, bitches! <laughs> That's the same. The same pose, man. Both fists in the air. Yeah. That's exactly yep. what it was. I had to watch it a second time before I realized it. I was like, he said that a lot quieter the second time than I thought. He, yeah, <laughs> you're right. He does kind of just Avengers assemble. He just got. That's just all like you have to. More, yeah, you don't need words, man. You got literally and that's five cool rounds behind you. Know, you. Oh yeah, Thanos putting up his sword and the arms oh. charging. Like it's it's really satisfying. You're like okay. <laughs> MVP for the biggest up. Like, like biggest chuckle I had during any of the action was like Paul Rudd straight up punching that spaceway on the face that was oh the, yeah that, that was, was amazing awesome. just the slow motion the, the <laughs> sickening thud that it made when it hit it's like bone on bone yeah. just, and then just <laughs> I was like ugh that Paul, was great Paul Rudd in this movie I mean 
I'm gonna be honest. Paul Rudd in really any movie totally is amazing. I, I love Paul Rudd. Mm-hmm. He's so good. He's so good, and it, it doesn't doesn't hurt that he's a Kansas City fan either. But oh, well, he's, you know. he's a he's a Kansas boy. He's a Midwest yeah. boy. Yeah, just like you. But you're Missouri. Missouri just, side. Yes, right. Just, I just I want to let everybody else know that. That's all. Kansas City stretches across two different states, technically. Um, but yeah, no. I, Paul Rudd's entrance in this movie is a little. Little force, the rat thing is kind of yeah. Mickey Mouse gets of, him out of the clink. No, yeah. that's exactly what I thought. I thought it was fucking brilliant because exactly what John <laughs> well, said right now. It's basically it it's is, not Mickey yes. because it's his fucking slower witted cousin that was in those old cartoons. I don't remember his name. But oh yeah, they kind of got rid of Man him. He wasn't very PC, but yeah, bastard. Exactly. <laughs> he was just like that real slow witted rat. Like it, that's dude. It's like Gus Gus from Cinderella. <laughs> oh! yeah. It was totally having a rodent that that saved the Marvel universe. <laughs> I mean, okay, that's fair, but. Yeah, I love. I, love I guarantee him you, they consciously so much did that. in this movie. Oh yeah, I'm guarantee. Sure. I'm sure they did. They didn't. But... They didn't do it a mouse because that would have been too on the nose. But a rat's close enough. Right, exactly. <laughs> That'll get it across. Because Robin Williams has a joke where he says his three year old freaked out when he went to Disneyland. And he saw Mickey Mouse because to a child, Mickey Mouse is a six foot fucking rat. So, <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> anyway, that's fair. No, Paul I, Rudd. I was just, I was just saying, your like, man crush. Paul Rudd is so, so great in this movie. As, is, as well, I mean, everybody's good in this movie. But when he sees his daughter, like that's a really nice moment. It's like, good. It's, and, you know, that was really good. Yeah, they don't. They, still, didn't, they didn't need to. Stay on it. They didn't need to make it melodramatic. It was just real quick. No, so big. You and know, I, I take back. Yeah. I kind of take back part of what I was saying on on part one of this, like initial thoughts, where I would have trimmed down some of the him wandering around San Francisco stuff. I think you could still trim a little bit of that, but based on what Alex said, is as, as you know, this being sort of a soft jumping off point and yeah. being kind of a contained movie without being completely contained, you need some of that in there because that's that's. If, if you're an audience member and you haven't really seen any of the rest of these movies and you're just going into Endgame cold, yeah. that's your way to sort of catch up and realize, oh yeah, these are names of all these people that have died. Oh god, this is this is a lot I'm more sure than I thought. I'm sure your stakes. I'm sure Ant-Man yeah, yeah. yeah. that part. Probably the least watch of all, of all of them, I think. Yeah, probably. I mean, it's cause just, uh, he's just kind of a, a wacky character anyway, I think. Mm-hmm. But, but he was one of yeah. the original yeah. Avengers, though. Yeah, not Scott Lang. Ant Man. Ant Man. I'm just saying, like, you know, I mean, I I love what they did with the movie. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I love what they did. I really wish I could have seen Edgar Wright's version because that would have been amazing. Mm. But Peyton Reed and Paul Rudd pulled it off. But it it it, it is a testament to Paul Rudd that he's able to pull off pull off these dramatic moments, these emotional moments, because most of his movies is fun. Yeah, like there's not really a lot of too much drama, too much emotion. There's a little bit, but not really. Yeah, but I he still... gets to do it here. He gets to flex that that dramatic muscle. Yeah, and it's. I also think it's helpful, like like with that audience sort of catching up idea. He doesn't know what happened either, so it's a yeah. nice way to slot in some You're... exposition while there's a character with stakes trying to figure something out at the same time. Dude, I liked all yeah. the touches of like this is how society is coped. That that memorial, Steve Rogers running like a support group, oh, which I thought was a great. really yeah. clever character moment for him. Yeah. Because who would know better how to move on after like losing everything than someone who he already did it twice for them? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So he can guide others. I thought that was like a neat way that Captain America is like of service to other people, not just fighting, but like he's just helping people out. He's a good guy. By the way, I liked it. Not I only told, that, I totally did not even pick up on that until you just said, Alex, that Paul, uh, that uh, Scott Lang is the audience's surrogate. Like yeah. he's like 
who we follow. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say it's also an interesting point uh, point of polarity between the beginning and the end of the film. At the end, Captain America gives Falcon the shield. The beginning of this film, you're seeing Captain America do what Falcon did before he became the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Be yeah. like the support guy for the the, the, yeah. the, the military officers. Yep. No, yeah. I didn't make that connection, but that's true. That's really clever. So, yeah, so that was a... You know, they did. And then when he comes out of the portal, it's like on your left, which I didn't catch the first time. And they yeah. already, they've already confirmed that it, it always it was always meant to be Steve Rogers was the father of her children, Agent Carter. I don't. I that's don't. True, but they're saying that that's <laughs> no. It, they're retconning it now, but I, they're saying that it was always that was left open for that. I heard another decent theory actually, which today somebody was saying that he didn't fuck around with time beyond because he went back to each of the places he was supposed to go back to, which I think was what was it like 2012, 2013, yeah. and then 1970 to go back where the pin particles and the, the tesseract were. Some people were saying that by that point, Peggy Carter would be what thirty. Years removed from where she was at 1945, he in the 70s. Yeah, he. But when he looked that old, yeah. Wait, it, I, I don't at know. the end, is so. the end shot of them dancing, and it seems like it's further. Oh back yeah, yeah, time yeah. The, There is a yeah. there is a car from the 40s, but other than that, you don't. And the theory mentioned and the that because they were so 40s. Yeah. I, that's what I'm saying. Like I get that too, but they were kind of saying like it's possible we don't see your time, but it is. No, they're grasping the fucking straws right there. No, it's, yeah. It's, well, they're trying to explain it too. Yeah, she's very young in that scene. She's not. She's not the 70s picture. But the 70s, she was too young. Is no, she was. But they put yeah. bags in her eyes. She had a little bit of gray in her hair. Like they made her. I still think Stephen Thorne is doing. Haley Atwell is the type of type of woman you could tell is going to age very well. Yeah. So I know that she was still a very beautiful woman, but she was definitely uh, first Avenger looking in in that last scene. Well, my bad. The, the, what I was, what, I, I didn't get to my point. What I was trying to say was sorry, shit that. on your theory out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just took a big old dump. Sorry. Yeah. There was. It was the fact that the, the if he teams if he if they team up in the seventies versus like back in the forties, it gives her this time to have a marriage and have kids, and then get invested with her work in no, Shield and then I, divorce him. And, I or totally like, that. like the idea that there's fucking people running around there with Steve Rogers' blood in them, because there's something you could totally play with somewhere in the future, make him a bad guy or something like a grandchild, like not the. You want to tell him? You want me to? <laughs> you can. You can. Go no, for no, 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 no. I know. I know. They, it doesn't pass on. No, it does. No, in the comics, it, it does. In the, yeah. ulti- in the Ultimate Universe, they did like Ultimate yeah. Captain Part One. You find out that the Red Skull in the Ultimate Universe oh, is yeah, actually Steve Rogers' son who yep. cut his own face off because it looked like Captain America. So he's like, I actually didn't know that. I yeah, know that. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. Yeah, and it's, it's from, he was on like leave from from World War Two. Like had his like get up from 1940s and everything. Like knocked her up. He goes in the ice and like we want your child, ma'am. And they just scoop him up into care. He goes insane when he becomes 18 and becomes a Red Skull. Yeah. It's fucked up. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, just a little bit. Um, the other the other theory uh, that I think is is pretty laughable is that uh, <laughs> Captain America doesn't even wind up with, with Peggy. He goes back and spends the rest of his life with Black Widow, with Natasha. Where? <gasps> After that's, he got a refund for the Soul Stone? Yeah, that's what people are saying. Like, oh, he gave the Soul Stone back and then he you know, and got back? her back. I don't and think then that, blah, 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 I don't blah, think that's how it works. Take her. Exactly. Let, let me let me <laughs> shit, let me shit on this theory and take a dump on this one. Yeah, Girl, one. It, it has been definitively said that whenever you exchange a soul for the soul stone, they ain't coming back. They're dead. Yeah, they, they are they gone. They say that in the end they of the say movie. twice. Yeah, the only reason Gamora's twice. The only reason Gamora's alive is she traveled to the. She was pulled time. from twenty fourteen. Yeah, that's twenty fourteen. But since yeah. I always have a question about this. 
if she's part of Thanos' army when she gets there, when Tony snaps... She should have been dusted. I thought about that, too, because she's part of the bad guys. Well, but... Or does Tony know what he's doing? Like, he know, does he know Gamora? I he never met Gamora in the Infinity he, War. He hasn't... No, but, but he does Quill, know who she is because of Quill freaking yes. out. Or they, they do know who Gamora is. Okay. Yes. So she does. Never mind. Okay, never yeah. mind. Sorry, go ahead, Potter. So, all, all I'm saying Continue is... Shit. You... You can't have... You can't have Natasha back. She's... She's, she's gone. gone. She's gone. She's gone. gone. And you can't have the more Cap- that loves Quill and 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 Black Widow are gone. Yes, we have exactly. a new Gamora. Prequel, we have a new yes. Gamora. Yes, and <laughs> you can't you can't tell me you can't tell me that Cap is going to go back in his timeline because he's he's really only going back in his timeline, finding a younger Natasha Romanov and saying, "Hey, I know what happens to you. We should we should hook up and spend our lives together." That's weird. Fuck off. No, no because then that yeah, takes. Yeah, then she can't do no. any all that stuff. Like all Plus, that stuff goes away. It only what what if does you that refund? What does that do? And people are saying, "Oh, but put in Winter Soldier. They were flirting and they were really close and blah blah blah." No, they were brother and sister in Winter but Soldier. Did, didn't someone say like essentially? Going back to I the were, bone. I'll admit it. I wanted them to do it. I mean, they could they could have gone that route, but they chose not to. I like I like I like because they do like her and Banner better. I like her and Banner better. Yeah. See, the way they because I like because I love because I love the whole two sons friends. going down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We, we needed we needed a yeah. Betty Brand, and they picked the right one. Yeah, you mean the whole yeah. So it I like I always liked their. I'm not gonna say brother and sister because they made out. So we'll say kissing cousins relationship. Well, Luke and Leia, the, uh, Jamie and Cersei. I mean, it's the thing these days. It's fine. It's, <laughs> These it's, days in the 70s. It's whatever. Anyway, all, well, all that to say... I still don't think George knew that. I think he decided <coughs> fucking after he wrote Star Wars. Like, oh, wait, I'm making brother and sister. 100%. Yeah, he's oh, like, he was dead on the fly. He's like, and yeah. they're related. I mean, after Empire, he's like, yeah, they kiss. Oh, wait, they're brother and sister. Damn it, I don't know what the part with the kiss. I want people like Ray becomes dead. Okay, well, then Leia is his mom's sister. So bring you back, because we need to wrap up. Yeah. All I'm saying is... The only way you can give Cap a nice closure to his arc in these twenty-two movies is to put him with Peggy. It's got to be and yes. have him have him live a life. He he said, you know, I tried some of that life Tony was talking about. I, I'm glad that's that's I, the only way you can do it. I is him being with Peggy. I, and I don't care anybody. Yeah, I don't care anybody complaining or trying to think of different theories of not to make. <laughs> that's that's fine if you want to think of different theories. That's cool. That's that's what these. No, movies you're are wrong. For. We're all you're fans. wrong. You're, we're but, all fans, but you're you guys are wrong. <laughs> yeah, Captain America deserved a happy ending. Tony deserved to sacrifice himself for everything. But he also got his he life. Did. Yeah, he, he did. did. He didn't get He didn't get a full life with his child, but he got a child for five years, and it was the happiest. He finally got what he deserved, and he sacrificed everything for it. The way they ended those two stories was absolutely perfect. Same thing with Black Widow. Like, I do feel a little bit, not cheated, but I feel like, yes, I would have liked to have her, like you said, John, at the last scene, to have all six form up. But yes. at the same time... Hers sacrifice made the most sense, and it had the most emotional impact. It did, yeah. Well, so they wrapped she, up those stories so perfectly, and left everybody else's wide open as they should. Yeah. She interacted with those six or other five Avengers on such a personal level, even throughout this movie. Yeah, that her sacrificing herself at the end, what or not the end, but on Vormir was again was the only logical choice, and she that was her family. Like we've said, she sacrificed everything. So that her family could go on and could win and could survive. So yeah. I know, and that's the ultimate sacrifice. So yeah, yeah, I'm glad they didn't take that well, away from her. Especially where she yeah. was, she's the one polishing hope the entire time. She's the new Nick Fury once everything goes to shit. She's yeah. the one holding the fucking house together yeah. over exactly. five years. Totally. So that just yeah. torch got carried on. And the funny thing is, is she's she's so good at being the leader, but at the same time, you can tell I don't want to be this. Like she doesn't want to be that one. She wants to be the one in the field. 
you know, give me the orders. Go send me to go, yeah. go do some shit. Let me right. do it. Yeah, let me go fucking tear some shit out. Let me go fucking like her opening scene still is one. Of, or not opening scene, but I'm seeing the Avengers. Yeah, it's one of the best scenes ever. Like when I'm busy, you know, I'm trying to get this guy. He's about yeah. to tell me everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll hurry. And then she comes there <laughs> kicking their ass. Like you should like, him at that moment anytime. She's yeah, Black Widow. And uh, she didn't get a funeral. No, but you know what? And that, that was my. That was one of my. I was gonna say when I first saw it, that was my That's biggest fair. complaint. Yeah. Was that she got shortchanged? But then Kyle kind of made me think about it. And when I saw it the second time, they did mourn her. They got a they got and a dark side vigil, which I yeah. was, which I appreciated the second time through. But still, it wasn't the same. Like I know it's Tony's funeral, but would it kill you guys to maybe have his thing there and then just like a reef with her fucking photo? They, they did an Armageddon for fuck's sake. They yeah, right. Like, they, 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 put, they put a big one around Bruce Willis, but they had everybody else. Right. They had Bushemi died. No, I can't remember who died. But anyway, uh, yeah. So. That's that, but but still, like it just—I don't know. That funeral scene was pretty. It was still epic, and to, to close with the cheeseburger great. line after the the, oh, the cheeseburger so connection and yeah. freaking the first one, like that—that's where I got the frog in my throat the second time watching it. Was 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 Happy and, Hogan? By the way, yeah. Happy is so not done in this universe. He's going to be a big part of Far uh, Far From Home. He's going to bone all May. Yes, he is. <laughs> Most I, likely, I think he's going to be around in a few movies. Like he says, he's, he'd even come back and direct one recently. He said, like, <gasps> yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be opposed to that. Who? He said, I kicked out around a silly idea for Iron Man four. Nothing to do with Tony coming back, but like he said, Tony wouldn't come back. But he had this idea about yeah. Iron Man Four, where I guess uh, Happy turns into some kind of Hulk character. What? Interesting. Wow. Yeah, like he he, he just—that's all he really said. But, but. I was gonna say, uh, I would be totally fine with like Tony Stark coming back to just do voiceovers like a Jarvis or something like that. Like I, I think guess like be... his consciousness got transferred somewhat, or yeah, like I can see his or daughter. It's not really his consciousness, but it's like a. a Part of his personality, kind of like, like kind of like Data in fucking Star Trek, where, yeah. where he could put himself in his brother or whatever. Like, but it wasn't Data. It was, was it B four? B four. The yeah. name of the fucking character. Well, well like he that. uploaded all of his memories and everything. So basically, everything he yeah. essentially he was going to become Data. Yeah. So never mind. Yeah. He's <laughs> the <laughs> construct. Exactly. Yeah. It took a while for all that. Because dude, I was so pissed when they killed Data. Sorry, I don't. Want but to they didn't. That, but That's the thing. That's I know what, they didn't. That's what pissed I'm, me off. It's either do it or don't do it. <laughs> yeah. Don't give me this. Oh, but he, he's going to be yeah, dead again should, eventually. Tony be no, I think it'd be, no. Go I one way or the other, and yeah, I'll right? be happy. I don't care. Pick a lane. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it would be cute though, just to have his voice as a Jarvis. So I could see that. Yeah, that could anyway, be, that could be fun. Because I would love if Gwyneth Paltrow. She says she's done, but if she came back and played rescue somewhere along the line, because she'd always save the day. Yeah. In game, I you know I liked it a lot more the second time I saw it. And I, I liked it a lot the first time. So. I, I loved it. Like it, it did mostly everything I wanted. There was there's very, I mean I could, you know, find holes to yeah. poke, but I could find yeah. holes to poke in anything pretty much. Oh. So it, and I won't. I don't like to do that. I have two more <laughs> quick things. Yeah. And then we, yeah, we should be done. But I'm one, there, uh, the Russos have confirmed that I think it was the. Russos. Thank you for listening, everybody. They've no, said sure. that Noob Master sixty nine, who's when uh, Korg and Meek are playing Fortnite on, uh, in New Asgard, and oh, Korg's like. New ma- he's back, new master. Ah, and they yeah. you know that's Wong. Apparently, apparently, hell yeah, ah! Wong <laughs> is playing Fortnite, and he is new master. So Wong didn't get dusted. Nice. No, no, he's he was there. Yeah, he's in the he's in the end, but he's in the promotional posters where he's not one of the grayed out ones. Ah, so okay. we knew going in. So I bet some of his other scenes got cut. Maybe that, that's something I wanted to. I don't know where you would have fit him though, without <laughs> it being like 
slowing down the pace or just kind of you could have put him you could have put him at the Avengers mansion where Pepper was there no like, was just like hanging when, out yeah when Tony comes back maybe he knew to go and check in with them or I don't no, know because remember because remember at the end of Infinity War when Doctor Strange is gone he says the Sanctum is on guard and he yeah he's like, he's what happened to him what are you gonna do yeah, yeah totally. that's true <laughs> I'm getting a tuna belt although you could have brought him in you could have yeah. brought him in when she went to go see the the uh, uh, Get the ancient one. Oh yeah, but that's back in time before even. Uh, no, he was. I'm sure he was he there. Was probably there yeah, he was there. He wasn't. It wasn't librarian yet. No, though. the that, other one that died first. That's something <laughs> else that drove me nuts about the the movie the second time through. I was like, so you can just casually open up a portal and jump from motherfucking Titan to Earth anytime you want because that's where they all. That's where they came from. And I was like, then why was it such a big deal that can you get this? Can you get us home? Why would Doctor Strange even ask about it? He'd be like, all right, let's go. And they're the, the ship keeps going, and they're like teleporting back to to Earth. Well, because. I think part of that is you have to know you have to see like visualize where you want to go. Okay, that's that's the thing with the sling rings and the magic the yeah. portals. You you have to you either have to have been there or visually know what it looks like or whatever. That's that's but the, it coming from Earth. The conceit. Yeah, I couldn't even visualize Earth. I, I, I see what also you're it doesn't also, make get, sense. Okay, but yeah, I mean yeah, it also. Yeah, what you talking about? My my <laughs> the way I talked myself off the ledge was Thanos <laughs> has the space stone. He's gonna be able to find. Oh my god! I got myself over the long inability to transport everybody. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Who else did you the want? So easily. We're like Hugh Jackman, the X Men. Grr. That's fair. Sorry. Go ahead. No, I just it was a good movie. I thought it was alright. It wasn't my favorite, but I don't detract from it because what did it do at the end of the day? It got literally the entire motherfucking world talking about characters that I have loved and been a fan of and been immersed in since I yeah, was six motherfucking insane. years old. I cannot say anything bad at the end of the day that will wound or kill that in my mind and, and yeah. heart and soul. Good job on your Russo brothers. Good job, Avengers. Good job, Marvel. God bless you, Kevin Feige. And uh, I just say, what a hell of a fucking 22 run of yeah. films that was. And, and 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 oddly enough, this doesn't close out Phase Three. Yeah, Spider-Man: Far From Home does. But the funny thing is, is every time they, I like that they they don't really close it out on a finale. They close it out on an epilogue. Mm-hmm. So Spider-Man's going to be its a great story, its own story. I but thought, it's going to be like it's like it's going to be something that sets up. Did they retroactively? They rich, they've they've switched it. What, okay, if whatever. You, if you guys ever read the onslaught, like with Ant Man and Civil, or, uh, Civil War, essentially. <laughs> no, no, it was Ant Man. Ant Man and Ultron. Sorry, Ant Man and Ultron. No, there's something else ended phase. Uh, the other phase, like they, it was Ant Man that ended phase one. You mean phase two? Phase two. Phase two. Yeah, yeah Civil War started phase three. Yes. Oh, did man. it? I thought it did. Because they talked about how they they ended the phases on on movies that aren't the big aren't the big Avenger movies. Maybe it's. Maybe it's Doctor Strange. Because Ant Man was after Ultron, and then Doctor Strange came after Ant Man, right? Yes, Doctor Strange came out in November of that year. I'll have to I'll have to go back and look because I don't think we're remembering correctly. Anyway, doesn't matter. Either doesn't matter right now. The epilogue idea kind of does. We should know this. (laughs) Since we're talking about disappointed in all of us. (laughs) No, no, no. If we want to break it down to freaking like brass tacks and talking, bring it back to comics. Yes, Ant Man ends phase two because Age of Ultron should have been the quote unquote end. but we were saying Captain America Civil War should have technically <laughs> been the end of Phase 2. Ultron should have been the end. But so then Civil you had War well, no, 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 because Civil, Civil War, War opened up Phase 3. Wait a minute, Quantum Yes, Civil War is in Phase 3, but Civil War is more of a definitive, like a big movie. I agree. But That's the, the thing. But the Cap is awesome. What does Phase 1 end on? What does Phase 1 end on? Avengers. Yeah, Avengers. That's the culmination. right after Avengers? Iron Man 3. Iron Man 3 comes right after the Avengers. And PTSD. Yeah. And then Dark World. Yep. And then went to Soldier. Mm-hmm. But long story short, 
check the comics, the Onslaught Saga, a bunch of motherfuckers died. Turns out 12 months later they were not dead. But what everyone thought they had died, Spider-Man goes through the city, not as Spider-Man, but as Ben Riley, which was some shit. But yep. then he goes through with these kids, and he's like, hey, I just saved you from getting run over by a truck because you're playing ball in the street. Let's talk about all these heroes that just died. And you see him in the clouds, and you think about him, and you're like, oh, remember that guy? He was great. And this guy was awesome, too. And then it ends with the, we can do this, guys. And that's going to be your end of Phase 3. Maybe it'll be a multiverse. I personally think Mysterio's full of shit. I think he's lying because he's a, he's a bad guy. He's taking yeah, advantage. So you think that Mysterio? He just yeah. makes illusions. Mysterio, <laughs> Mysterio is yeah. the guy who comes up to the girl at, at fucking five a.m. in the bar, hoping she's got daddy issues. That's what he's doing with us as a world right now because we are hurt. We are hurt because we've lost Natasha, and we are hurt because we've lost Tony. And he's trying to show up with his fancy powers and his green Mysterio gas and make it think like all's going to be better. But it can't be replaced by a fishbowl. It can't be. No? Of course, of course, this is probably a smokescreen, but the filmmaker has gone online. I can't think of his name all of a sudden. What's the name of the director? Uh, that guy. John something. John Jingleheimer uh, Schmitz. Uh, no, yep. I can't think of his name. <laughs> no. yeah. But anyway, yeah, I mean, I help me, he, uh, he came out and said that there is a multiverse and that it is not a misdirect, mm-hmm. but... It has it's to be. We, there has to be a multiverse. Well, if yeah. you've been listening to the pod, rewind back thirty minutes, and you hear us all agree. Basically, we have there is a multiverse. No, the only thing is, would be awesome is, is if Mysterio was making it up, but then it turns out there is a multiverse, and he's like, "Holy shit, what the fuck? That's oh. not my doing." No, <laughs> no the, the thing that he's bullshitting about is because he's he's blaming the multiverse, which does exist, for the the reason these oh, monsters are showing up. Yeah. He's like, "Oh, fire guy showed up. Ah, we got to take him out. He's no, it's a multiverse." Yeah, he's yeah. definitely making that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> and a water guy and a sand guy. I'm like, come yeah. on, man. There is a fun theory out there that because so when the when the van explodes in uh, when Thanos Wait, throws, throws his on boomerang watch, sword, what yeah, the fuck was that about? Uh, by the way, I know, right? But when he throws it into the van into the quantum tunnel and it explodes, the quantum energy touches water, it touches Earth, and it touches oh, uh, touches uh, fire, touches fire and shit too. So. That could be how you get the quote unquote elementals in in Far From Home. That's interesting. Potentially, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. So he's gonna be fighting like six people. No, no, it'd be it'd three. be the it'd be three or four. <laughs> I'd also like, but to still, that, I'd love to see that sword just pop Sorry, out just from different points in history and just fuck shit up. So oh bad. yeah, like it's what put the crack in the Liberty Bell, or it's what shows up and like knocks the nose <laughs> off the Sphinx, or just some stupid shit like. <laughs> Like, I don't know. Somebody will do that. That's a great idea. Someone do yeah. that. Someone make that cartoon and put it out there for all of us to watch. Oh, that'd there. be pretty good. All right, we've gone way off the rails now, so we're going to wrap this up bit. here. All right. <laughs> the best of ways. That was our thoughts <laughs> and the end of Avengers Endgame, although I guarantee you we're going to be talking about this movie until the day we die. To so, the end uh, of time, yes. Endgame. Yeah. So, all of our Endgames. <laughs> for Off the Rack, I am Daniel Villalobos. I'm John Hudson. I'm Joshua Potter. I'm Alex Wills. And we will see you next time at the shop. Unless we see you first.